Welcome to another episode of An Introvert Speaks. On this episode, I learn how to stay motivated and maybe time travel. So I have a really special guest today for today's episode. Uh, the only way I could describe him is for a lack of a better word, an overachiever or maybe a motivated genius. I don't know. Well, his name is Abrar. Uh, I have known him for quite some time. Uh, his ability to do so many things at the same time always amazed me. So uh, we talked about how he managed to do that, uh, a bit about cryptocurrency. And at the end, we also had a conversation about uh, time travel and paradoxes. So listen to the end and hope you enjoy it. So I have this really interesting story about uh, how I actually got to know you. Uh, this was five years ago, I think. Uh, you know, I just come back, graduated from high school, so applied applied in you know different colleges and all. And one of them was CBIT. So I was I was out uh, at a mall with my cousins, and I got I got a call from my mom uh, saying that uh, you know you got into CBIT. And to be honest, I didn't want to get into CBIT. Uh, you know, I, I wanted to get into some different college. So she said someone called uh, Avrar just called me and uh, said that you got into CBIT, which was which was a bit weird. And I was like, I was angry at this person called Avrar because why did he call me and uh, you know said that I got into CBIT? So uh, at that point, I did not know you. So how why did you even call me? And how okay. did you get the number? <laughs> so I think we we met by chance. So <laughs> right. so uh, before getting into CBIT, I had an option to get into SRM VIT. Okay. Okay. Even an NIT in North India. So uh, my dad was like he didn't want me to send to North, right? Okay. And even other states. So he was like mm-hmm. uh, look into the state colleges, and I had uh, applied to near, them, which are which yeah. are in Telangana or which are in vicinity to home, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. So so what happened is I was like uh, I applied, and then the result of CBIT came, and my name was there. Then in the list of uh, applicants, there was also your name. <laughs> so what I thought was I just called you up. And not just you, I I call the I call the guy. Yeah, you you. I guess you thought I was Saudi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I saw your name, and then you were from CBSC. So I thought you were also from Saudi. So I thought uh, we could uh, go to the same college, and I just called you up and. I talked, spoke to your mom. I mean, yeah, yeah she, she, uh, her number was. I mean, we uh, gave her number to the college. So I guess yeah. even the number were were printed on the list of the students which got in, right? Exactly. That's why you got the number, yeah. Exactly. So yeah, so I called you up, and then, uh, then I just decided. So yeah, so there are a few people yeah. from Saudi. So let's give it a shot. Yeah. It's really incidental and kind of great that uh, we go, I mean, we both uh, ended up in the same class. Exactly. We, called, we didn't know that uh, we're gonna end up in the same class, yeah. but so, we got. Yeah. So the crazy, so the crazy thing is, I called you, Anas, and Umar, right? <laughs> so uh, there were there were three classes, three sections. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, and what's really incredible is we four of us. Landed up in the same section. Yeah, that's that's really some. <laughs> I don't know what to say, but that's really. Uh, 
Insane. Insane, yeah, exactly. Insane. <laughs> so it's yeah. been five years since that. And, you know, uh, we've been great friends uh, ever since. So, yeah. Uh, and after... one more thing I would I would add is, like, uh, we, uh, we met at the CBIT admission office. Not exactly. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Just, I met your mom, not you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, and... that's, that's what, I mean, you called me. And we, I mean, how did we end up uh, again? I mean, we didn't speak to each other, but we were at the same time in the admission office. Yeah, and then we even didn't, when meet, there, we, yeah, we didn't, we didn't, yeah, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't speak to each other. I probably didn't even know you. It was you. Uh, it was Abrar who called yeah. me. It was like, yeah. maybe it is him. I and, don't know. And and I, I don't know if you remember, but on the orientation day that was that is our first day of college. Yeah, yeah. I I met your mom. <laughs> <laughs> you never met me until like, uh, yeah, uh, until we I mean uh, got yeah. into the class. Yeah, so uh, that's crazy. <laughs> so uh, like uh, what I would like briefly say is our friendship formed slowly and steadily. Yeah, and it's still yeah, uh, yeah, right. flourishing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's been five years, you know, since mm-hmm. that. First day you called me and, you know, yeah. uh, but coming back to now, right now you're working at DBS, right? So, you know, of course you be, you must be working uh, from, you know, from home. So how has been the experience? Like, you know, it must be vastly different. Is it, uh, you know, better or worse somehow? I think there are two sides of this. Uh, working from home has saved me a lot of uh, traveling time. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, uh, I have been asked to log in on weekends or oh, oh, oh. even uh, late at nights. So mm-hmm. I've, I've been working a lot more than so, at office. So how does that work? I mean, uh, during the office hours, you probably you know, work from 9 to 5. But why are they you know, asking you to work at you know, the different times, maybe 7 or 8 p.m.? Because during the, when uh, there wasn't any lockdown, you, they, I mean, uh, did they uh, ask you to work from, you know, at different times at 8 or 9? Why so are they, they asking you to work at so uh, first, late at night? So first I'll uh, correct that uh, premise you made of 9 to 5. It's not 9 to 5, it's 8.30 to 5.30. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> okay. And then, yeah, coming to your question. Uh, so when we were in office, uh, we usually logged off at five thirty. Okay. Sometimes we stayed up till seven if there was an urgent work or wow, there was. That, that's that's really long. Yeah, there was like re- uh, production days. Uh, so that like when the product was releasing, so those times we used to stay. But uh, you usually went home, and after going home, nobody uh, logs in your computer, and we don't have access. So okay. I don't have access from home. I didn't used to have. So now because of uh, this uh, situation, uh, they have enabled access for us. So being at home, you can you can't make excuses, right? That, that like, is right. I mean, yeah. you can't skip a day. I mean, sometimes when yeah. you are in office, you can you know slag off. No, sometimes like uh, like the policy says us, and even our bosses have told us that you can take days off even if you are working from home. But uh, there is flexibility. I'm not saying that uh, I'm like just hounded upon to work. But there's uh, two sides of both coins. Yeah. It depends yeah. on the situation, right? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, you know, during, you know, coming back to the college thing, uh, during, uh, you know, when you were in college, maybe in second or third year, 
you got into a lot of clubs it felt like you know first of all it was communicando and you know then you got into msv which is microsoft student partner so you know you kind of you know uh, apart from doing this uh, being in this clubs you were great at academics too we played a lot of sports as well so how was the experience i mean how did you manage to do it multitasking and you know doing a lot of things at the same time yeah so it really uh, developed me in an all rounded manner so mm-hmm. uh, getting into communicando was actually umar's idea he took me there and uh, i got selected he did so it. basically basically yeah. if before we move forward can you explain what exactly communicando is what does the club do what what did you do uh, in the club okay so communicando basically is a cultural club of the uh, of the institution so okay. we used to organize uh, competitions events for uh, the students there Okay. So uh, what my job was that I used to help in organizing and basically I was a designer. So I used to design posters and all. Okay. You know, I love designing as well. So, you know, maybe some that's something we both uh, have in common. Yeah. And and what was really helpful for me was uh, through this design experience I also had I got an interest into uh, modeling of uh, maybe game modeling and all oh, oh, character oh, modeling yeah. so that was a bit helpful. Mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah so that was it and you also mentioned about the microsoft student partner thing yeah yeah right so yeah. that was a really uh, life changing experience so there was a meet up at mm-hmm. pilani okay so uh, it's in it's like uh, the institution was bits pilani okay it's in uh, rajasthan so we wait, wait a second wait a second you went to rajasthan yeah yeah i went to i went there when did you go to rajasthan why did i why did i not know about okay. it i think at that time you were uh, in, in saudi, saudi arabia maybe, yeah. yeah yeah so like i just went there for uh, no three, way. three this days is, this is news for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think we were in never uh, said this you yeah, never we, said this this i guess this never came up but this yeah. is shocking yeah this is like it would be shocking to many people <laughs> so so two three two days to be specific we were there and uh, met a lot of people met mm-hmm. a lot of people from rajasthan and uh, the students they were really brilliant and okay. uh, made a lot of friends yeah so, so that they were really there any, did you feel the students there were any different from you know the students at uh, your college or from hyderabad like what i found was those uh, students were more into uh, understanding things okay they had a lot of knowledge from vast areas okay. and vast okay. subjects like that so they were they were yeah. more balanced in yeah, uh, sort balance. of, yeah. and yeah, and they were really good at football <laughs> i even played that's strange i mean i don't know i mean i didn't know that people from rajasthan were interested in football yeah so that's it so uh, anyway even now you're you know you're sort of a multitasker uh, after even having a you know full time job we both are actually i don't want to reveal what that is but we are actually you know uh, working on a project so even now how are you managing uh, you know balancing between the things because you said you you know you work even late nights so you know how are you managing even now uh, multitasking which is amazing and uh, very inspirational i might add okay so i think 
it might not be inspirational that i don't manage anything like i don't have a specific time of doing the things uh, i just do it when i get a burst of energy or i just feel motivated yeah one thing feeling, i yeah. have to say about yeah. you you are incredibly motivated i don't think i know anybody even uh, more motivated than you okay okay <laughs> and, and like uh, so so whenever i get this burst of energy i just work on it and i'm and i'm a master procrastinator okay so <laughs> I, i waste a lot of time while working i open instagram and just start messaging <laughs> or just waste, uh, start browsing and stuff so i just do code uh, instagram snapchat <laughs> back to coding like that well, that is great uh, you know anyway you were you, you said you were uh, in this all of these clubs during college but you know during the final years uh, you know you applied for this uh, you know you applied for placements and you got into a lot of placements so uh, does you know getting into these college clubs help in any way you know for future or maybe for getting a job in somewhere so it helps partially not entirely so okay. uh, you have to be good at coding or whatever discipline you are uh, uh, studying but uh, there's a, there comes a time where uh, you have to interact with people mm-hmm. so when you interact with your interviewer mm-hmm. you need to have good speaking skills you need to keep him engaged mm-hmm. so for that if you are in uh, such clubs you meet people you interact with them so those uh, skills work here yeah they they sort of give you an experience and you know they make uh, you confident yeah. yeah yeah that's right yeah yeah so before we move on what's uh, would you like to give one piece of advice to someone who is in the first year of college or maybe you know uh, you know about to get one after you know being in college for four years okay so they are about to get in or in the first year right yeah so i will just tell them to chill Yeah. <laughs> like uh, is the I first mean, year during the first year we were so stressed i mean i can't even yeah. begin to stress how stressed we were <laughs> so <laughs> so like many students they they stress in the first year they like focus a lot then in the second yeah. year they get a bit relaxed the third year they get more relaxed the which is, is not you right got, yeah. yeah the thing is you got to be equally motivated uh, yeah. all four years but yeah. if you you know waste all your motivation i i, I guess uh during the first year you get lazy in second and third year and things i mean you start to uh, fail in subject season so that's that's a good advice i might say you like, know i, I, I mean say i would uh, i would say that to enjoy 70% of your college life in the first year yeah, that's, 30% that's would be to spend in for your exams Mm-hmm. and then in yeah. the second year become a bit more strict spend uh, 64 or 50% in uh, enjoying and then yeah. the third year you have to work for your uh, internships and for yeah, job yeah. placement so like balance it or yeah, yeah. another thing i would like to say is speaking to people is uh, really important as well you know don't have to study all the time True. speaking speaking and getting to know people and you know changing sort of you know growing up is big part of you know the four years of college so that's what i like to say speaking is really important yeah you know like uh, there's a quote that humans are social animals yeah. so we can't live alone or lonely lonely right <laughs> yeah, i've seen right. many many people not interacting not coming out of their own sphere mm, yeah. so i yeah, think we should interact get to know each other get to know other yeah, cultures yeah, yeah yeah get to know a lot of getting to know a uh, lot of people is important as well you get to know things from their perspective and 
you know at the end of the day you grow and growing is really important true yeah. uh anyway moving on from college uh, yeah. you know i've heard a lot from you about cryptocurrency it was it was a lot of all the rave just a couple of years ago bitcoin thing which was so what i know is this uh, you know cryptocurrencies are based on a concept called blockchain so you know uh, you have done a lot of research on blockchain so maybe would you like to you know give a brief explanation of what it is yeah so two years back as you have said it it yeah. was a big rave yeah. and uh, no one knew about it but yeah, no one knew what like, yeah. everyone like even a kid says i got uh, uh, yeah. point one block <laughs> bitcoin yeah. bitcoin yeah so, so it is still a lot I still guess, a lot you know? yeah. yeah not point one maybe point zero zero one yeah yeah point one yeah yeah so that would be like six dollars I guess I'm not sure maybe yeah yeah so basically cryptocurrency is a digital currency mm-hmm. it's not like our cash the notes okay. we have that is called mm-hmm. a fiat currency this is different okay. so one mm-hmm. difference I would tell is that uh, like our fiat currency is uh, controlled by the central bank of the country the central authority which issues it the digital currency isn't uh, like controlled by any central authority right mm-hmm. it's yeah. decentralized it's decentralized decentralized so, yeah so so what happens is uh, central banks issue notes now and then yeah. but uh, cryptocurrency isn't like that okay so okay. it's uh, when a cryptocurrency is inception so at that time uh the number of cryptos which will be there is prematurely said okay it will be that same amount all the time it won't change okay okay did you get okay. it yeah i mean uh, what you are meaning to say is what i got is uh, there is a fixed amount of yeah. any uh, coin maybe a uh, bitcoin that can uh, mine there's a term called mining right am i correct yeah you are right there's uh, a specific amount of bitcoin that can yeah. be mined after it is mined like i mean no yeah. more bitcoin can be mined yeah right? so yeah so there are 14 million bitcoins so they can't be more than that 14 million yeah, yeah. so what happens is uh, the crypto value changes right you know bitcoin reaches yeah. uh, it reach goes up and down 10, yeah. it was 14 so, yeah 10 to 14000 yeah so it all depends on so it all depends upon the need okay it's okay. efficiency when there is more need and there is less bitcoin so yeah, at that time supply and demand supply yeah, and demand so yeah so i'll give you an example okay you must have heard about ripple yeah i have it's it's yeah, a form so. of uh, cryptocurrency right am i right yeah yeah you're right so it's a uh, really in demand these days not these days it's uh, a huge a big deal actually so there okay. are so when it was inception there were 100 billion ripples okay oh, it wow. was 100 billion ripples yeah, yeah okay. it was decided that there will be 100 billion ripples so what okay. happened is uh, they released 40 billion at the time right mm. so now today i think there are uh, 45 something 45 billion uh, ripples in the market and what they did okay. is they kept the rest of the ripples in an escrowed account okay do you know an escrow okay. account uh, i'm not sure what that is so escrow account is uh, an account which is not particularly controlled by anyone but okay. uh, it is uh, an agreed upon agreed upon uh, accounts so that what happens okay, is okay. Uh, at particular times certain amount of ripples are released okay so for okay. example in one so from that from year, that yeah. account a certain amount of uh, yeah. you know yeah after Bitcoin after yeah after each year maybe uh, 5 billion uh, ripples will be released into the market right so okay. it's fixed and it's agreed upon by everyone okay. so they can't be like uh, 
you suddenly they flow, flood out the 50 billion into the market yeah. so it's an yeah, escrow get, uh, the demand will be very i mean the supply will be very high and yeah and like more, more than that it's it's about honesty right so an escrow account mm-hmm. cannot be uh, manhandled by the ripple company i think okay. you get yeah. my point yeah yeah i do so yeah so anyway i've also heard that there is a way of maybe creating our own cryptocurrency is that possible yeah it is really possible and, and it's uh, there are actually two ways of creating your own cryptocurrency uh, yeah before before telling that i would also like to add one more point that cryptocurrency it's uh, transparent okay you must have heard this point yeah that, uh, about that uh, blockchain is transparent transparent yeah so you can just go right now to the website of bitcoin bitcoin.org and download okay. the entire uh, blockchain network mm-hmm. the entire ledger so the entire transactions which have been taking place uh, since it began you can just view it openly and how I've much has been transferred heard, uh, since you were talking about this transactions in ledger i've also heard that uh, the transactions uh, using bitcoins can't be traced right they can be traced uh, with your public id like uh, there will be your public key stored in the transaction that okay. this public key transferred it to another public key so every user has a public key that's okay. his identifier so okay. there are some situations that uh, illegally some people might have transferred and that public key you, you can't trace it to the user that is an issue actually okay as you have pointed out yeah 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 so i'll go back to your question Uh, okay. about how to create it so there are two ways basically there's a hard way and there's an easy way so what the hard way would be that uh, you have to have your own server mm-hmm. on a cloud and then you have to create write its implementation from the lower level okay. that would be a very bit difficult task yeah, for yeah, uh, for a layman but yeah. uh, there is another way where uh, you can write uh, scripts on ethereum you must have heard about ethereum yeah yeah that that's another cryptocurrency cryptocurrency so yeah. ethereum provides us a platform where mm-hmm. you can write uh, scripts in their own language called solidity okay uh, and you can just write a higher level uh, implementation that's not a bit difficult that's not difficult okay, okay? and but then probably easier yeah, yeah so you'll have your own cryptocurrency and do it will be called erc tokens okay erc okay okay So I'll just uh, lay down the steps that you okay, require. Okay, fine. Okay, go ahead. Okay. So basically, first of all, suppose I'm creating a cryptocurrency called Zion. Okay. Okay. So first, I would have an app or website for the users, right? Okay. Secondly, I'll uh, have a server on a on a cloud on the cloud. Mm-hmm. Okay. A scalable server where uh, mm-hmm. where the app is deployed so that users can log in. handle requests send the transactions okay and then what i will do is when a user signs up i will create two keys for him okay a private key and a public key public key all right yeah so i will write the implementation for this so that two keys are generated these two keys will be intermingled right they will be shared okay, yeah. they, sure. they will have a property uh, which links them both so okay. so a private key as the name suggests it's private right private or and a public yeah. key is public so public, what yeah. so next what's the next step user what does he do he makes a transaction right yeah so suppose uh, i am sending usen zion okay 10 zion okay 10 zion so right so, yeah so let's see what i'll do is i will sign this 10 zions 
this message that I'm sending ten zions with my private key, right? Okay, you're signing yeah. the the currency, the transaction with your private key. Yeah, I'm, right? yeah, I'm signing it, and this private key is only known by me. Okay. Okay. Only, but, I mean, I do not know the. Yeah, I, you do not you know my. Know it. Yeah, okay. but you will know my public key. Okay. Okay. So what you will do is when you receive my message, you okay. use my public key to decrypt it. All right. I had encrypted it with my private key, and you are de- decrypting it with my public key, right? So. Okay. So in that way, you get to know that I want to send you ten zions. So what happens is, this transaction is transmitted to a network of. peers okay there are lots of uh, nodes in a network nodes mm-hmm. is basically computers there are lots of computers okay, yeah. in a network so basically the that node can be you me anything so yeah. they are just basically waiting for transactions to happen so what they do is they take the transaction they validate it they reach a consensus that is they tell that to everyone in the node that this transaction is accepted this happened okay yeah and then what they do is they add it to the blockchain ledger blockchain okay and that and that transaction is added forever it can't okay. be removed so that's the great thing yeah. so that's the great thing about uh, blockchain yeah, blockchain yeah so one it's, thing i would yeah. also say that is that uh, when users come to consensus you would also have to decide about the consensus algorithms there is a lot okay. of algorithms like right. uh, yeah. proof of work, proof of stake or uh, dpos so that's one thing you have to decide upon that's a right. high level yeah I'm pretty sure that I mean what you have said is enough for most people. I mean we don't want to get into too deep in yeah. uh, you know blockchain. It's it's a very big field. Yeah. Anyway, if we uh, before we wrap up this conversation, uh, would you like to give uh, any recommendation of a TV show or a movie? Okay, so I've watched a lot of TV shows, and one would be Attack on Titan. Have okay. you heard about it? Yeah, I have heard. I've I've heard great things about. It. I haven't watched it, but I've I've heard okay. great things about. That's it. that's a really crazy TV show. And one <laughs> more, uh, one more TV show I would recommend is this absolutely mind-bending show called Dark. Oh wow, that show! I mean, how do I even get started about it? That show is ridiculously insane. <laughs> So, uh, so you did watch it? I I did. I mean, uh, it just blows my. Whenever I complete uh, an episode, I mean, I watched it five or six months ago. I think whenever I complete an episode, it just blows my mind how incredible the show and the writing is. Uh, you know, as as I'm a uh, writer myself, whenever I complete an episode, I'm, I'm like, you know, this is incredible. I I wish I could I could have written that or something. Uh, you know, uh, something like that. So you know, before. moving and apart- and uh, and and apart from the writing the directorial yeah the cinematography is, the sound, yeah, everything that's too that's too great yeah, the soundtrack yeah. literally gave me chills every episode <laughs> Yeah, uh, it, it is. It is one of the best uh, Netflix originals uh, out yeah, there. According to me, it's the best <laughs> Netflix original, and yeah, definitely sure. my top three. For a mild spoiler about uh, you know the dark, but uh, if you haven't watched it, uh, it's the dark premise is based on time uh, time travel, and time travel as a concept is very polarizing. Some people believe in it, some don't. But what about you? Do you believe you know humans? Maybe not in a hundred years, but after a thousand or two thousand years, uh, we'll be able to do time travel or not. Yeah, according to me, I think time travel into future is possible. Okay. Not just according to me, scientifically too, it's possible. Okay. But but traveling into the past is a bit uh, debated. 
and okay. it's uh, so, not agreed upon scientifically so one thing i like to say is that uh, regarding time traveling to the past i i have heard and i know that there are a lot of problems or as they are called paradoxes right yeah so mainly there are i mean i've heard about these two something called bootstrap paradox have you heard about it yeah yeah i've heard about it so basically what bootstrap paradox is that suppose an item is sent back from the future to the past okay which so it leads to it not having any cause so i'll just explain it with an example okay yeah, you 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 must know beethoven right yeah i have i know yeah. cause everyone must so, know beethoven yeah so suppose uh, there's a beethoven fan today okay okay and what he does is uh, he wants to meet his idol so he travels back into time okay and meets beethoven at a time when he hasn't written his hasn't, fifth symphony okay, okay, okay he okay. hasn't written it okay yeah and he's not famous so what that fan does is he writes it for him and then beethoven publishes it so oh. let me ask you a question let me ask you a question who wrote it this time that is incredibly crazy i mean uh, that's what a paradox is anyway you can't explain yeah. you know the proper so, so so there is a doubt regarding the cause of the yeah. fifth symphony right you don't know right? who who wrote it i mean if someone yeah. uh, goes back to the past and uh, you know causes something yeah. to happen yeah you know you yeah. don't know what ha- what caused that so, action yeah so yeah so we are uh, we are not sure like is that the fan who wrote it or yeah. but beethoven wrote it earlier for it to happen right yeah but he then goes back in time and then beethoven writes it so oh. it's a paradox yeah it's course. like it's like uh, there's one more paradox called the grandfather paradox okay so what happens is uh, suppose you go back in time okay and kick kill your grandfather oh, right so so you and you weren't even born so what happens to you yeah i mean at one uh, you could say that if you kill your uh, you know your grandfather you just cease to exist but how would you uh, you know cease to exist but then again you came to kill him i mean it's all so messed up my head hurts you know there's like a like these paradoxes are logically incoherent with uh, science yeah they yeah. logically can't be comprehended so yeah. there is like uh, scientists have found two solutions for it okay okay so one one of them is that uh, when you go back in time and mm-hmm. whatever you might do like you might want to change your physical self by uh, killing gra- your grandfather so that you won't exist so that a thing would never happen okay so for example you go to your grandfather with your gun and you and you, when you click the trigger nothing uh, happens physical laws do something that uh, the gun doesn't trigger so no matter bullet, what happens yeah. you yeah. will never be able to kill uh, yeah. you know your grandfather because that yeah. thing has already happened yeah. you feel as though you're doing it but it has already, yeah. i mean it, and, it, it comes and, to an end yeah and, and whatever and whatever you do something happens that you're unsuccessful in killing for example yeah, you no. remember you you must have inferred it from dark that whatever he does he, whatever he tries to do in the past uh it's uh, he can't say it yeah, yeah. bit of a spoiler yeah. here but yeah. no matter yeah. what he does he's never able to you know change, change what whatever whatever he has whatever has been destined upon happens so yeah. i mean um, um, speaking more about this uh, like when like there's past, yeah there's another solution actually for this yeah you know? i think yeah um, there's a you know, did you ever hear about multiverse 
Yeah, I have, I have, of course. It's, it's, I know I've watched this show Flash, you know, it's full of multiverses. Yeah, and it's really crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, for people who don't know, uh, multiverse is another universe, like it's, okay. uh, so there could be an infinite number of universes based on every choice you could have taken, okay? Oh, okay. So, so it's like, it's based on quantum mechanics mm-hmm. that whenever yeah. you have a choice, it either happens and if you if it doesn't happen uh, it happens right yeah, so yeah, it yeah. happens so it happens and it doesn't happen there's a superposition of both the things happening yeah, so, so whenever happens, so for example yeah. if you go ahead and uh, pick up your phone or something so yeah. there is a, a universe yeah. in which uh, you picked up a phone there's another universe in which you did not pick up a phone yeah. so that's what so, you're so, trying to say right yeah yeah so uh, my universe is the one which i picked, picked up, up the, the phone. yeah that the one is i which i didn't pick up didn't so pick up one, so so, you know. so yeah yeah that's that's another thing we could go in deep on it but yeah yeah let's not go it's, it's it. a, yeah, again that's yeah. like blockchain the whole uh, you know yeah. time travel and multi uh, worst thing is really fast I, I, I think we could have another podcast on it because uh, yeah we it, could definitely it, this yeah. this uh, you know maybe with you again uh, you know this topic is really interesting uh, you yeah. know about time travel and uh, paradoxes especially i mean i love paradoxes i watch a lot of videos about it uh, you know on youtube and all and, so, and you know you know we missed a really uh, important thing what about traveling into the future in my opinion here's what i have to say i mean as you said uh, uh, going into the future might be possible but for example uh, you know maybe a three or four hundred years ago even going into space seemed impossible uh, to those people but now you know in a few years we'll probably go into mars go to mars so you know if it is possible by the law of physics it probably will happen sometime or the other other. okay so so i'll tell you what scientists say okay all right they tell it is perfectly possible you know how how there are actually uh, you you must have heard about einstein's uh, theory of relativity yeah 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 yeah, we still don't understand it, but still we have a just we have an yeah, understanding of it. Yeah. So basically, what it states is, when you travel at the speed of light, mm-hmm. time slows down. Okay. Okay. And when you are near huge like uh, bodies, we having huge gravity like black holes. Black holes, are right. Yeah. For example, in interstellar, right? Yeah. It yeah. goes into a black hole, and what happens? A few seconds for him. And a hundred years pass on Earth, right? Yeah, yeah. So similarly, so suppose you are traveling at the speed of light, your time slows down. Or if you are near a black hole, what happens is your time slows, slows down. Slows down, right? Yeah, yeah. For so for ten years, if you spend ten years at that uh, in that state, in this in the same frame, okay. In on Earth, a hundred years have passed. Yeah, that's see? sort of like a time travel. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You go, you've so gone hundred years in the yeah, future. Yeah, so after ten years, when you return. To see that uh, Earth has gone a hundred years forward, so, so that's maybe a problem with yeah. that is I've heard this. I don't know if it's true or not. And maybe Einstein said this. Uh, you know, you the speed of light you can go up to ninety nine point nine nine percent up to the speed of light, but never reach the speed of light. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's uh, you know that's what I heard. Maybe it's possible. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's not. You are tr- you are right. Actually, we can. We can go 99.999% at the speed of light, but we cannot go beyond. But even going 99.99 means it's, it's really fast. It's incredibly fast. It's you know how in, fast in, the light yeah. is. And time really slows down at that point of time. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty insane. 
marketing with paradoxes whenever i read any paradoxes or something about uh, you know time travel and black holes and all which blows my mind how how incredible the universe is and you know just incredible <laughs> anyway i know let's just wrap up uh, it was it was really great having you maybe i'll have you you know talking about this uh, black holes and stuff some other time any uh, it was it was great having you yeah it was really great having uh, having myself <laughs> in this show i was a bit tense in the beginning but yeah. you were you were really you were, you good. were great actually yeah. you know you, i mean it didn't feel like you were tense you accommodated me really well yeah, thank you so much yeah yeah and that was it the conversation took an interesting turn at the end but all of it was very insightful to say the least maybe maybe we could invite him again at some other time hope you enjoyed it as much as i did see you again next week